world is a college of corporations. We're in a lot of trouble. Hey everyone, it is September 19th, Tuesday. Welcome to the podcast. Today in the news, obviously, uh, since yesterday we had the Sunday review of the mainstream media. I didn't get into this uh, because the New York Times didn't cover it but on Sunday. But Russell Brand is targeted by the global deep state. I'll take a, uh, I'll take a look at the history of the most recent targets of the global deep state from Julian Assange to Edward Snowden to Donald Trump. What were their crimes? Their crimes were free speech, talking about things uh, that the system doesn't want you to talk about. We'll also talk about fighter aircraft, jet fighter aircraft, the F-35 technology transferred to China under the guise of an accident. How the Democrats have been giving away the farm for decades. Also, Hunter Biden uh, goes on the attack. A weak cocaine-addled grifter goes up against the right and the righteous indignation of Republicans and conservatives or just normal people who don't like corruption or elitism, which I am one. Who will win? Uh, I put my bet on righteous indignation. Also, Elon Musk says he may charge users to access X, formerly known as Twitter. I won't pay to use social media sites. And also, Biden is speaking at um, the UN General Assembly in New York, the confab of globalists. So I'll get into all that news and more. Stay tuned, but don't forget uh, to engage the channel. Hit me up, uh, leave a comment down below, like, subscribe, and share the podcast. So welcome, everybody, on this Tuesday, September 19th. Let's get into the news. So first up, we're going to be talking about Russell Brand. Now, I've always liked Russell Brand as an actor, Comedian, uh, I always thought he was an agent of the deep state. He has a um, uh, particularly protected background. Uh, he, it seemed to be that he was a child of the system. He was protected and allowed to continue doing whatever it is he wanted to do. Most recently, uh, a lot of us in the know have claimed that he's come over to the side of the truth, the right side. And he started his podcast recently, and we didn't really know whether we was just pandering um, to the conspiracy theorists out there. Uh, but he certainly was starting to get on side, get on the side of the truth, regardless of where he was. As far as the political spectrum goes, he believed that there should be more spending on social programs and less on, let's say, uh, military war, uh, warmongering, all that stuff, which is, which is admirable, but the money has to come from somewhere. So even if you're not spending money on war, the people uh, should be allowed to keep their money, and uh, that's really the best way is to reduce taxes 
So he's not on that side. He he's still a socialist to believe that people should be heavily taxed and then that money should be spread around for social programs. However, the Guardian reports the horrifying allegations against Russell Brand. Um and I guess this is a podcast, but Russell Brand, they write here, Russell Brand's public persona has always been a bit outrageous, controversial, and sexually explicit. Yet despite multiple falls from grace, he became a ubiquitous presence on British media as a TV and radio presenter and comedian. After yet another scandal, he left the UK for the US starring in Hollywood films and being briefly married to the pop star Katy Perry. Now he has been accused of rape, sexual assault, and emotional abuse. Um, We can reference, if you want, Julian Assange or the Tate brothers. Um, They are trying to destroy any influencer online who is not toting uh, the line of the global deep state. You have to excuse my voice here. Like I said, I was fighting COVID. I didn't test a negative for COVID, but my wife tested positive, so I'm not really sure what the hell is going on, but I'm not feeling too well. The allegations against him come from a number of women, one of whom says Brand started a sexual relationship with her when she was only 16 years old and spanned seven years. Nushkeen Iqbal hears how alongside serious assaults, former colleagues say his inappropriate behavior on and off air went unchallenged because he was protected. Um, but that's not the point. The point is, is everybody knew knew that he was, uh, he even outwardly admitted that he uh, had a sexual addiction and that he was sexually promiscuous and he was aggressive sexually and open about sexuality in interviews or whatever. And so people dealing with this character should know this kind of, you get, you get a pass to know it's like, well, I dated a serial rapist and he raped me. So somehow that, you know, I'm not at fault here and I'm not blaming victims, certainly. But what I do uh, not tolerate is women that engage in consexual uh, sexual conduct and then years later uh, come out uh, when they're offered lots of money or fame or whatever to do so to destroy somebody, they come out and and willingly go against somebody. Uh, And I don't care if it's Bill Clinton or or, or Russell Brand or Bill Cosby, whatever. There should be a statute of limitations on, uh, you know, coming out to accuse people. Even Joe Biden, he had an accuser come out uh, recently or or during the election that said he sexually assaulted somebody. Um, He wasn't destroyed. Uh, over allegations that may or may not be true uh, simply because they weren't taken seriously because they were done so long after the incident. If you're raped, you should go to the hospital the very next day and go to the police that day, the very next day, whatever. You don't wait 10 years and then try to destroy somebody who has who is has fame or is you know infamous or, or what have you. So this is The Guardian, and then the first story was from The Guardian along with a, a podcast. So they have a list of articles here, uh, including the one I'm going to get into in just a second. YouTube suspends Russell Brand's revenues from his channel. Uh, but also they have an opinion piece by M- Marina Hyde, the brave victims of Russell Brand's misogyny deserve full support. This time, let's get it right. Whatever. I, I don't, misogyny. Um, they had consensual sex with uh, a star, 
a movie star, and that's what, if you're famous, and he's, I, I don't know, a fairly good-looking guy, people engage in this sort of stuff under free will. He didn't kidnap or rape or, or you know, these are all allegations. Um, Russell Brand's Wonderland, the online soapbox where the star pushes his, quote-unquote, free speech. So there is the motive right there why he's being attacked is because he is a promo a proponent of free speech, but not also, not only that, but he was on Bill Maher's program and he went after corporations directly, particularly pharmaceutical uh, corporations for exactly what they're engaged in, particularly with a certain disease, fighting a certain sickness. And, you know, they'll take you, the deep state, the system will take you to the woodshed. It wouldn't, it won't be right away because it'll be seen as reactive and vindictive uh, openly, they'll wait sometimes years to get back at you. But if you speak out or do what you do, and they might come and warn you, and if you disregard their warnings, uh, they'll come and try to destroy you. And if that doesn't, first they ignore you, then they try to destroy you, and if that doesn't work, they'll kill you. So the story is here, uh, the breaking story is YouTube suspends Russell Brand's revenues from his channel. So Google-owned company says move is due to its violating our creator responsibility policy, whatever that is. So he has been accused of things and not convicted of anything. Um, so immediately they're taking action. And you will see a um, uh, the, the tech, it's a corporate conspiracy. You will see actions being taken around the corporate world, whether with banks or other places, banks, uh, other techs. Uh, I doubt X or Twitter will, will do anything with Elon Musk there, but perhaps, but you might see it with other tech firms, Facebook, what have you. So BBC also reports YouTube suspends Russell Brand from advert income. YouTube has suspended Russell Brand for violating its creator responsibility policy. Well, I, I don't even know what that is. Can you engage in sexual contact, conduct? Can you? If it's consensual, sure. You know, I, I don't agree with having sexual conduct with a minor. Um, but the left seems to promote that. So I guess it's just pick and choose. Um, I, you know, to be honest with you, there are certain cultures that allow, and even certain some states where it's not statutory rape if someone's over eighteen, and and the and the the particularly the the girl is over sixteen, um, you know whatever. I'm not, you know, I would like I would obey by whatever the law is in your district, but. A girl under 18 is a minor, so even if it's allowed, should an adult be having sex with a minor? Outside, I guess outside of marriage, could they be married? I don't know. I don't know the law in every state. And I don't want to dwell on that too much of what exactly is pedophilia. If you're having sex with minors, um, whether it's legal or not, I would say adults having sex with women or girls under the age of 18 uh, should be frowned upon. Is it immoral throughout history? Probably not. Abide by your state's laws or your country's laws or, or just common decency. I mean, obviously, if you're 19 years old and you're having sex with a 16-year-old, that's way different 
you know, because you're both teenagers, than if you're 55 or 65 years old having sex with a, a 15 or 16 year old girl. There, there is, you know, a degree of moral certainty there. I mean, it, it differs from cultures to cultures, but I, I'm digressing way too long. All right, Daily Mail, the next story up here is, how did the Pentagon, how did it take the Pentagon 28 hours to find missing F-35 that had crashed in a field 80 miles from the base? Mystery surrounds loss of $80 million stealth fighter as unearthed study raises fears the jet could be hacked by the enemy. It emerged tonight, a 2019 report highlighted concerns the plane could be hacked. The Pentagon is facing urgent questions about how it lost $80 million aircraft. But an unexplained issue forced him to eject. The plane was flying in tandem with other jets, which returned after mishap. The stealth Jet's transponder, which usually helps locate the aircraft, was not working for some reason that we haven't yet determined. Now, we, we've seen this time and time again. When a plane gets hacked and it gets remotely controlled, um, we saw it with 9-11. We saw it with a Malaysian, a Malaysian flight. Um, if you take control of the aircraft um, remotely, you have to switch the transponder off. Uh, was that done? Um, he, the pilot had to eject. Did the jet actual cr actually crash? Why did it take 80 hours or, or how long? 28 hours. My explanation or speculation on this is that technology was given to the Chinese. So whether Chinese got there first to scour the site and remove or otherwise investigate sensitive technology at the crash site, was the fighter remotely flown somewhere else? All possibility. And and a fake crash site uh, created, is that possible? I think it is. I, I think the delay here, because um, uh, the fact is it wasn't in a remote area. So... It forced the base to issue a humiliating appeal for assistance in finding the jet, even launching a hotline for tips, which was mercilessly mocked online. So why, you know, and, and that's the thing. Look where it is. It's in South Carolina. It's not in a remote area. Here you see the crash site. Um, we'll look at the photos here. And for you, those listening, um, I'll just describe them uh, very much. It doesn't show anything doesn't show anything little pieces of uh, debris it, it might as well be 9-11 no debris it, it shows a, a big scorched piece of earth they don't show anything here yeah big scorched piece of earth no debris none whatsoever come on i call bullshit and for people watching, uh, they should also call bullshit. This is, I believe, a technology transfer to China uh, under the guise of an accident, which I don't even think happened. Now, why is this so important? Well, this is from Air Force Technology, top 10 advanced fighter aircraft. Fighter aircraft have vital component of any Air Force, such as the F-35 Lightning. Demonstrate their vast superiority Air Force technology analysis, the top 10 best fighters, and the top one is the F-35 Lightning II. 
And I'll just go over this briefly. F-35 Lightning II is the only international fifth-generation multi-role fighter plane in the world. The extreme agility and stealth features, along with its integrated sensor package and modern weaponry, provide the F-35 the tactical edge over all other fighter aircraft. I don't have to read anymore why this would be a prize for the Chinese to get hold of one of these fighter aircraft. All this is happening under our noses. I just showed you yesterday General Milley putting bookends on the Chinese spy balloon. No, they didn't. They weren't spying over the ICBM sites in Montana. They weren't doing that at all. And here they're stealing um, F-35 technology. Oh, you're speculating. You're crazy conspiracy theorist. Then you explain it. You can't. It's just, it's always like, the explanation is always uh, retardedness. You know, oh, we just we made a mistake. It's just an accident. It's, you know, our, our complete, utter, incomparable retardedness. I don't want to say retardedness. Just the, the fact is stupid. Just the stupidity. Grand stupidity. Uh, and incompetence. Is that what you're blaming? They always use that as some sort of, oh, we're just incompetent. Sorry. It's not. It's not incompetent. It's it's deliberate. They can't explain why the guy ejected from the fighter. Can they? No, they can't. Moving on to the next story, though, um, from the BBC, how the fentanyl crisis fourth wave, fourth wave has hit every corner of the U.S., um, it's multi-generational warfare, fifth generational or four, if you don't believe in that, fourth generational warfare. People don't really understand what's going on at all. We just explained it with the, the, the stealing, really, of the transfer of sensitive military technology to the Chinese. And here you have fentanyl crisis, which is uh, the, this basically the opium wars of the 21st century, where China is finally getting back at us for really back of the West, because it was the British who um, got uh, all the Chinese practically addicted to opium back in the 19th century. More, And that's how they took over China, the British. Uh, more Americans than ever are dying of fentanyl overdoses as the fourth wave of the opioid epidemic crashes through every community and every corner. It's not, and this is what the, the New York Times, I'm not gonna include this article here, but the New York Times did the same thing. They hid they said opio. Uh, what what happened was, I think it was just on the eastern seaboard. I don't know if it was in Connecticut, but it was somewhere here in the eastern New York. You had several infants at a daycare dying of fentanyl overdose, and they called it part of the opioid crisis. Uh, fentanyl is not an opioid; it's an opioid mimicker, um, but it's not an opioid. It's fentanyl. It's fentanyl. It's a chemical. It was six years ago that Kim Blake's son, Sean, died of accidental fentanyl overdose. And that's what they put it in evidence, uh, put it in everything. They don't, people aren't going, hey, give me some fentanyl. There's, they, it's, in the, it's in the heroin and it's in every other drunk uh, drug and pill and, and, and it's laying on the ground. They could easily, uh, it takes only a little bit to, to, to kill an infant or even an adult. Also from BBC News, Iran prisoner swap, U.S. said it can monitor $6 billion. Experts are skeptical. And Obama did the same thing with Iran. He sent them pallets of U.S. dollars, actual cash that can't be tracked, 
the return of $6 billion of uh, Iranian funds frozen in South Korea as part of a controversial prisoner swap has provoked a backlash from critics who say the money will be used to promote terrorism and harm America's interests. What happened last time is uh, Iran used the money to restart their nuclear program. Hunter Biden is on the attack. The AP is reporting Hunter Biden has gone on the offensive against Republicans. That could be tricky for the president. Hunter Biden has gone on the offensive against the Republican critics arguing in a new lawsuit that although he is the son of the president of the United States, he shouldn't be treated differently than any other American. The lawsuit against the IRS is the only the latest in a series of counterpunches by the president's son, but while Hunter Biden's lawyers might think that an aggressive approach is the best legal strategy for Biden, the son. That might not be what's best for Biden, the father, as he seeks re-election and tries to keep the public focus on his policy achievements. The president has little to say about his son's legal woes. Oh, he does, which now include a a felony indictment, but they won't talk about the influence peddling. And they just brought up, they go, well, that's great. You charge him with a gun charge that other people have been charged with, and he was unfairly offered a sweetheart deal. But a lot of people are bringing up how come Hunter Biden wasn't charged with FARA violations, which is the key to the case and breaking open uh, the influence peddling scheme by the Biden family, all the shell companies, uh, and all the uh, um, pseudonyms used by Biden in emails and other communications regarding uh, Hunter's business dealings. In uh, Business Insider, Hunter Biden sues IRS, claims whistleblower agents targeted and sought to embarrass him by discussing his tax returns. I don't think so. It's the fact that he had unreported income from these foreign business dealings that he didn't report and that uh, he wasn't charged for that. It's tax evasion. Washington Post reports anxiety ripples through the Democratic Party over Biden. A growing number of polls are showing, and we looked at this yesterday too, um, which mysteriously uh, CBS faced the nation. Um, they had this uh, election preview with Anthony Salvato uh, with this poll that showed Trump is, is killing. And they said people don't like Biden and they don't like uh, the financial predicament they're in because of Biden's, uh, the Biden administration's policies. But mysteriously, Online, the video with Anthony Salvato and Maggie Brennan from Face the Nation um, and all these polls was missing the audio track. So on my uh, YouTube channel, I put up the video and added an audio track um, voiced from the transcript uh, of the show's segment. So a growing number of polls show showing voters concerned about President Biden's age and energy. Uh, this was also this was part of the poll that CBS Face the Nation had, Democratic lawmakers have hesitated to offer full-throat endorsements of his running mate, Kamala Harris, which I'm going to post. Finally, I have an edited um, version of that interview with Maggie Brennan from Face the Nation from a week or two ago. Prominent commenters have ruminated on whether he should drop out of the presidential race or whether he should switch his running mate, uh, Camel Toe Harris, who... As you'll see in the interview, they must have given her some drugs because she's very slow and she doesn't laugh, but she's stupid. She The problem is reiterating the, the administration's uh, policy positions on foreign policy doesn't get you any points. 
The point of foreign policy or policy at all, political uh, policy, economic or otherwise, or on abortion or, or what have legal, um, is, the for, is the fact that you need to have insight into a particular position and you need to compare and contrast your position with uh, your opponent's position and why you came to that position and have insight of how you did all that and how you personally might do it differently, what your insight into a position is. She doesn't, she just keeps repeating the the policy position of the administration. It's, it's ridiculous, she's really dumb. So check out my YouTube channel and see that interview with Kamala Harris. Kamala Toe. Fox News Business, U.S. national debt hits 33 trillion for the first time in history. Obviously, it just keeps going up and up and up. U.S. federal debt hits dangerous new milestone, 33 billion. What they never talk about what the debt service is per year. They just talk about okay, it was twenty six trillion, now it's thirty three trillion, and rapidly growing. Of course, because the Democrats keep spending, and although there's uh, raising all the red flags and alerts from the Republican, particularly conservatives in the Republican Party, saying this is untenable, it has to stop. Matt Gates, that's his whole thing about uh, Speaker McCarthy isn't just the fact that he dragged his feet on impeachment, was he dragged is dragging his feet about whether or not he's going to stand up uh, against more spending, deficit spending, not just spending, but it's deficit spending, and that whether he's going to offer a continuing resolution or he's going to dig his heels in as the real conservatives, the upstarts in the Republican Party, the crazy ones that don't, you know, don't want the country to default, and the more you spend... We're spending over $500 billion on debt service a year. $500 billion. That could, that could certainly buy a lot instead of going to the bankers, which control the government. Dumb. Mediaite reports Elon Musk now wants to charge all users for Twitter. Good luck with that, Elon. I will not have an account. That's the case. I mean, we already pay to get internet connection. So why would you want to pay for any subscriptions? I mean, that aren't, you're not really offering a service, you're offering a platform. So the New York Times, I want to go into this really briefly because I'm running out of time here. Uh, crisis and bailout, the torturous cycle of stalking nations in debt. The government of Ghana is essentially bankrupt that has turned to the International Monetary Fund for the 17th financial rescue since 1957. And we know about what, ha or you don't know about happened in Greece is what happens is, well, to understand this, it's about blocking development so a country can't be successful. And then also at the same time, is not only blocking development, but destabilizing the country for through a variety of means. And so a, a, company, a, a company, a country, a nation can never be self-sufficient because it's not allowed to. The West comes in and goes, oh, we're going to lend you all this money because we're the saviors. And so what they do is they destabilize. They don't allow the countries to, um, to get self-sufficient on purpose. They lend them all this money. They come in as the savior to lend them all this money. But there are strings attached, which means if you can't pay back the loans, then whatever the loaning institution is will come in with structural adjustments and will take over 
the the nation's water supply or some sort of infrastructure or mineral rights or something. Um, and so they become indentured servants. That's the whole, that's why they get rid of chattel slavery is they had a new type of slavery. It's economic slavery. It's called indentured servitude. They, they whether you're an individual or a nation or organization, they saddle you with debt. And then when you can't pay back the enormous debt, they uh, they come in and they go, well, we need to take our pound of flesh, however we do so. The best way to figure out about all this is to read the book Confessions of an Economic Hitman by John Perkins. Um, you should read this book, whether you believe it or not, and some people debunk it, but it, it gives you an insight exactly how financial institutions and corporations come in and get their pound of flesh. You could also look at this article from World Economic F Forum, Creative Destruction or Destructive Creation. Innovations and creative destructions that relinquish the old and make way for the new to sustain growth engine. It's a positive story. Sure it is. 58% of new product development efforts fail and not all innovations have a positive impact on the end user. You should also look into other information here on JSTOR. It's hard to get into JSTOR unless you sign up. And even then, there are all sorts of walls to prevent you from finding the information that you really need to, to get into. There is a paper here, International Institutions Decolonization and Development, which says exactly how they do these things. Also from JSTOR, uh, Destabilization and Socialist Orientation in the English-Speaking Caribbean by Perry Mars, another research paper. The Milwaukee Independent also offers an article up the American empire destabilizing countries and wrecking their economies under the guise of liberty, instead of opening doors for American big business or supporting America's diplomatic position in the world, the U.S. war machine has become a bull in the global China shop, widening purely destructive powers to destabilize countries and wreck their economies. And then you have the U.N. and lending institutions come in. It's the same thing they do with the Bretton Woods uh, agreement and the Marshall Plan. You know, uh, uh, they liberated all the gold that Hitler stole. They gave it back to the countries. But then the West had to loan uh, the destroyed European countries money and to pay back the loans, the European countries had to give up their gold. This is a story from the New York Times. Evidence suggests Ukrainian missile caused market tragedy. Witnesses, witnesses account and analysis video and weapon fragments suggest a Ukrainian missile failed to hit its intended target and landed in a bustling street with devastating consequences. Oh, really? They didn't blame it on the Russians? Axios reports Capital Physician under scrutiny after McConnell health episodes. Capital Physician Brian Monahan. Positive updates on Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell's health have drawn scrutiny and contradicted other doctors' reported impressions of the rep top Republican condition top Republicans condition. He didn't report that what, he attributed the event to dehydration when uh, Mitch McConnell on air during a press, in a, a press conference twice had an absence seizure. And he, the doctor attributed it to dehydration and concussion recovery. What I can, and this is from Rand Paul, I believe, what I can tell you is having vacant spells of 30 seconds or more when you're unresponsive is not a sign of a symptom of dehydration. 
I mean, they go on to say that. Turtlehead's got to go. Even Greg Gutfeld had a funny joke yesterday and said, <laughs> Mitch McConnell's out of his shell. Uh, and this is from last week. Uh, New York Post reports chaos uh, from the 15th. Chaos erupts as furious protesters heckle AOC during Dems press conference for New York's escalating migrant crisis. I thought they were a sanctuary city. Furious protesters scream, close the border, heckled uh, AOC. And Jerry Nadler, another Democrat's Friday during a Midtown press conference on the Big App, Apple's escalating migrant crisis. Send them back. Yeah. I agree. I mean, it's a, it's a problem. And I think the, the border states do the right thing by shipping the migrants to New York City or, or other um, sanctuary cities. You want, you want migrants flowing in? It's just, it's untenable economically. And now New York City sees that. The whole nation see it, sees it. It's un, with what we just talked about with the debt crisis, people don't understand is that taking on more responsibility when you're having a debt crisis is not what you should do. I mean, if you're having credit card problems, that's not the time to adopt three kids. AP, Hawaii officials say DNA tests drop Maui fire death count to 97. I think I reported on this already. This is a bunch of bullshit. I, I still think there are 2,000 missing. That's just my speculative view. Um, I believe the, a lot of these people were murdered. I want to hear from the survivors. It's supposed to be a town of 12,000. I want to hear from the 12,000. Right? So because only 97 are lost, apparently, so there should be uh, at least 11 or 12,000 left that could account for uh, that. No, a lot of people aren't disappeared. I heard hundreds of children were missing and presumed dead. I mean, just because you can't find remains after a deadly fire, and I suppose if you are using space lasers, whether it's from Chinese satellites or others, um, or any other type of lasers, I'm sure you can burn things beyond uh, recognition. Uh, I mean, especially DNA. So just because you can't find remains, that doesn't serve as saying, oh, we can only identify 97 uh, bodies, there might have been many, many, many more, but they're certainly not going to report on hundreds of children dead. Um, this is interesting too. Uh, Bloomberg reports Blackstone CEO Schwartzman says, expect the unexpected and volatile U.S. politics. Blackstone, a surprise. Older people running for president and that could throw a surprise in 2024 elections. Apparently the public is not interested in, in really older people. When you have that kind of situation, usually something else happens. Um, I think he's, yeah, I think he's giving a wink and a nod to something's going to happen to Biden. That's just my thing. Talks about Tim Scott, Ron DeSantis, whatever. I don't, I you know, I don't put, you know, all when people look and go, expect the unexpected in the 2024 elections, that's just a warning for me that uh, they're going to kill Joe Biden or Donald Trump or both. Who knows? AFP scientists warn entire branches of the tree of life are going extinct. Humans are driving the loss of entire branches of the tree of life, according to a new study on Monday that warns the threat of the sixth mass extinction. The extinction crisis is as bad as the climate change crisis. It's not recognized. 
Humans are driving it, though. Yeah, come on. I call bullshit. Anybody that points the fingers at humanity and says, it's your fault, um, I, I, just, I just don't believe that. I don't, I don't believe it at all. Uh, if there is climate change, I don't think um, that humans are causing it. They could be maybe attributing to it. Uh, I have, haven't seen any evidence to indicate that. I don't believe in pollution, and I think pollution do, does affect the ecosystem, so don't get me wrong. Um, fish die because of pollution in the water, so whether they become extinct or not. Um, there is a destruction to the planet for sure. Um, I mean, to some extent. I mean, it's this just basically the ecosystem because people aren't sensitive to their environment. I think we should definitely pollute less. But this thing about climate change and then they try to, you know, uh, dangerous weather events are attributed to climate change. That, that's our fault. Like there hasn't been heat waves and hurricanes and tornadoes and floods and from the beginning of time there has been so attributing that to some sort of a climate change or or the migrant crisis like Kamala Harris does so check out that interview that I posted on that I'll be posting on my YouTube channel with Kamala Kamala Toe Harris check it out don't forget to engage uh this channel, rudysrevelation.com. And uh, check me out on social media. Leave a comment down below. Uh, like and share uh, the podcast. Check me out on X and Facebook, Get Our Minds. Substack, True Social. All right, I'll see you later. Oh, it is Tuesday. We missed uh, last Tuesday, uh, Tuesdays with Perry. So I might try to get him on the line for another edition of Tuesdays with Perry. So stay tuned for that as well. I'll try. I haven't talked to him today, so I don't know if he's up to doing the podcast. Um, so stay tuned for that. That is a possibility. Otherwise, I'll see you tomorrow. This is a conspiracy. Come on, man, I ain't finna go Alex Jones level on y'all, man.